Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Um, so Ash. Yes. I, I looked up what are the top 10 most popular Christmas songs. Oh. Now, now, this is according to Billboard. So like, don't just think like classic old songs. Like it could be like basically any Christmas song. You know what I mean? So yes. let's start with, do you want to start 10, in, 10 down or one? Oh, oh. Let's start uh, with number one. Okay. Okay. What do you think the most popular Christmas song is? Is it a Michael Bublé song? No. Is it a Mariah Carey song? Mm-hmm. All I Want for Christmas? Ding, ding, I should have said ding. that first. I know. That I'm was in my surprised head. at you. In my head, I was thinking her, and then I thought like, oh, maybe he, like more people like him, yeah. but no, yeah. Yeah. All I Want for Christmas. <sighs> number two. Okay. Michael Bublé? No. Dang. <laughs> Think more like a title. Justin Bieber. Oh. Oh, shoot. I don't know. Number two, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Number I can see that. three. You know what? I feel like I'm going to be really bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a lot of work and effort How on my I'm part. I'm going to say the song and you have to sing at least a line from it. Okay, ready? <clears throat> okay. Number three, The Christmas Song. <laughs> you don't know that song? I don't think so. <laughs> the Christmas. That's the title the of the song? song. Yeah, I don't know it. Isn't it the uh, although it's instead many times anyway? That's the Christmas song. I think I never knew that was the name of right? it. Right? Is that right, Mark? Merry Christmas no, yeah. to, to you. you. Okay, thanks. Wow, <laughs> Mark said it. I had no song. idea. Learning Number things. four, Jingle Bell Rock. You have Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Mean Girls. Yeah. Oh mean my girls. gosh. Yeah. That's it. That must what suck to like time. to write this beautiful song and then like a movie gets mean a hold of it and just ruins it. Number five, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Have a Merry Christmas. I just have to snap with all of these. I don't know why. Number six, a holly jolly Christmas. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Oh, she freaking <laughs> lit for that one. Dang. I said have. No, you didn't say you have. Ten. You went. Just kidding. Uh. <laughs> Number seven, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Cool. Good job. Okay. Number eight, Christmas Eve. I don't know that one. By the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, so yeah. I don't think... Yep. <laughs> what? Um, what if I just like went into it I would immediately? Die. I would die. Didn't bat an um, eye. Number nine, White Christmas. You don't know that one? Bing Crosby. Um, dreaming of a white... Okay, okay. All right, all right. I guess I don't know titles. Yeah. This is hard. Um, number 10, Last Christmas. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. Which is why everyone breaks up. Okay. Um, yep. Number, oh, that was it. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Ten. And we're done. 
Go Thank us. you for joining us <laughs> in this version of Unsolicited Advice. Oh Chris my god. Carrie oh my god. Yoki. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Ashley. I'm Taryn. We're unsolicited advice. And uh, have we got some advice for you? Oh, dear God. I don't really. We don't. I don't know hers. I might not have advice for the hers. I don't know. I have advice for mine for sure. I don't know Are about you hers. good? Yeah. I'm really. <laughs> I'm really. If you guys listen to our last episode, we're recording two episodes in a row today. So not. We just finished last week's recording yeah. last week's. And now we're getting into this one. It's a lot for me. It is a lot. And you know what I've noticed? We what? start super like in your face, like like a freaking disco song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, your face, uh. in your face. And by the time we end, it's like It's a so full- mellow and chill. Like I want to hug you and namaste. <laughs> and then we get in the car and we're like, I'm tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. I think, so I think the reason we start so hype in the beginning is because we we know we still have a full episode to go. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like when, when we usually chug an energy drink. Yeah. Exactly, or coffee Which, or something. By the way, mm-hmm. we're trying not to be too because last time I had an energy drink, I listened back to it and was like, I literally sound like I'm on drugs. And my brother, I told him that, and he was like, Oh, I haven't listened yet. And then, like two days later, I get a text that was like, Yeah, you sound like you're on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you sound Dang a little, it. a little. Which, speaking of, I got a DM. And someone was like, I'm so sorry if this offends you, but like if I didn't know you, I would think you're drunk a lot in your stories. <laughs> I see I that actually. That all the time, yeah. which I don't exactly know how to take that. I don't think it should be taken a bad way. I just think it means you you have no chill. I do have no chill. Yeah. I think but that's like, what that so means. I think specifically you think talking of a drunk about person and you think no like chill. intense. Yeah. Um, but I also don't love the fact that people just think I'm like walking around my daily life intoxicated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think people think that if they listen to the you know podcast at all. I think they'd yeah. be like, oh, that's just who um, she is. He was talking about, which we can repost this so you guys have some reference. There was a story. I was drinking this. Um, we were at a wedding. Mm-hmm. And they had like giant water bottles on the table. So by the end of the night, <laughs> yeah. I went to go refill my water. And then someone was like, oh, you should just drink out of it, which you can't egg me on because I'll do it. Right. So I was walking up to the dance floor, like chugging this giant glass water bottle. Uh-huh. And one of my friends, Justine, our friend, Justine, mm-hmm. like brought her phone out and was recording me. So the second I know I'm on camera, like I ham it up. So I was like chugging it. And then I did like rocks our hands and was like, yeah, like party. But even I put on my story like that H2O dough or something. Like yeah. That. But, uh, you know, do people comment on it? I think that's why they wrote that story. and was like, if I didn't know oh. you, I would think you're drunk all the time. Got it. I, which I didn't take offense if you're listening right now. I, I like that you said that because, you know, I think a lot of people think that. Yeah, I, I could say it's, it's unfortunate or it's a gift. It's unfortunate or it's a gift. Yeah. Speaking of the wedding, that's what we did a couple weekends ago. We did. You guys. I, oh, my God. Okay. The craziest thing happened. Oh, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So Taryn and I, backstory, uh, one of our best friends got married this past weekend. So, you know. We were bridesmaids. Yep. And um, as every good wedding does, it ended in a dance party. And yep. um, 
it was just there was so much joy and happiness and I was really feeling it so I danced pretty hard which is a rare thing for me I don't always dance hard um but especially because it was around like people I love and I was just genuinely so happy that this couple was like finally together forever oh my gosh Um, we're big they just like and Ashley oh my god they belong together so you know when you like you meet someone and then you meet you meet their other uh, their other half and you're like everything makes sense you're like oh my god and it gives you, you guys hope. have to be. It really does. You're like, oh my god. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll wait it for mine. It really does. <laughs> it was the cutest thing. I don't even know if I told you this, but um, at the end of the wedding, I was like, I was just. I Thomas walked by and I gave him a big hug, and he just like looks at me, and then like pats my arm and is like, "Don't worry, we'll find you someone." <laughs> oh. <laughs> And I laughed so hard. I was like, you know what? You let me know when you do because yeah. I'll be here. I'll it be was here. funny. It was a nice. It was a nice it moment good, we shared. Um, but long story short, we were on our way. Can I tell? Can I tell just the car part? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were on our way home from the party. Alicia and I decided we were going to go uh, drive through and get burritos and um i was telling a story to her and like mid conversation i looked down at my hands because i have this habit where i constantly rub my fingers together where yeah. my rings are yeah and i just kind of feel for them and it's something i play with my rings all the time it's a, like a nervous tick that i have i think you play and with jewelry in general like you're yeah. always going like with your necklace i do it and, constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. and um I, i've never been more aware of it until now <laughs> yeah but i went and touched my ring finger on my right hand and realized that one of my rings, my midi ring, which is a very beautiful, like small, dainty gold ring that was my grandmother's wedding ring that I Aww. wear every single day. So, it has so never important. fallen off. And I've worn it for probably four years straight. Like I put it, I keep it on my ring finger on my right hand all the time. It's never fallen off. I realized it wasn't there. And within probably four Mississippi seconds was in tears, was like, <laughs> Oh my God, I lost it at the wedding. It wasn't a small like indoor wedding. It, there was grass out. It was outdoors. There was yeah. grass. There was, we got ready at a hotel. Well, and, yeah, that's you, that's what you were saying. It was like, yeah. I don't even know when it came off. Yeah, because we, we were so busy that day. I didn't even take a moment to like look down at my fingers and see if my rings were yeah. there. And um, so I, Alicia immediately was like, oh, well, let's turn around. And I was like, there's no point. It could have been the hotel. Yeah. It could have been like on the way to the car. It could be in the the car like I don't know where it I have no idea where to even start and so I just start sobbing and then Taryn pulls up next to me <laughs> so we're on our way back I happen to drive too so I pull up next to Ashley and every time I pull up next to Ashley I always just do like an awkward face right as best friends do as we do it's kind of a requirement so I look sideways and first I make eye contact with Alicia and she was making a weird face and then I look over at Ashley and I was like what? So we roll our windows down and I yell out, is she crying? And Ashley looks over at me and is like ugly sobbing. My like, face was just sobbing. devastated. So my first thought, I don't think I even told you this. My first thought was like, oh, she's sad because like marriage, like we watched a wedding. <laughs> and she so was single, like, yeah. poor me. <laughs> so single. Yeah. But then she goes, I lost my ring. And I was like, okay. And literally instantly I knew which ring it was because all of your rings have meaning. why would you cry about any other yeah, ring. And even like I mean we've we have gotten jewelry at different countries we've traveled to and those are so important and like would be so devastating if you lost it them. It would be a huge bummer. But I knew I was like it's her grandma's ring because it because I was like you were heaving, crying. It wasn't like a little oh my god our yeah. friendship ring you know like so, I'd be sad about that too but yeah shoot. 
Yeah, we can bad. buy more. Yeah, so like we kept driving. I passed her a couple of times and she like was not letting up, just sobbing. So me being the two that I am. Yeah. It's moments like this where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a Wait, two. I want to set this part up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So Taryn, like she was, pull- she was driving next to us for a while and then she disappeared. And I was just like, I assumed she was, you know, behind us or in front of us or whatever. And I was still talking to Alicia. Me and her were trying to pin the exact point of where we lost it. I was texting people who were still there. I was going to be like, hey, no pressure. Please do not drop everything and search the floor for my ring. But if you happen to find one, can you please hold on to it and give it to my other friend who could hold on to it for me? Um, So I was in the middle of doing that. And I was so busy texting that I didn't even notice that Taryn had texted me like, 10 minutes ago, I think. And I pulled up her text. She turned around. <laughs> and I just started, like, it, if I wasn't crying before, I was just sobbing now. When didn't Alicia start crying too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because Alicia was, like, feeling how much I loved that ring. Your eyes you know? are getting teary. I was, like, it was such a moment. And then Alicia started sobbing. And then we both started crying at how stupid we were for crying. Yeah. And um, I was like, I don't deserve her. She's <laughs> too good to me. Like, I like, she turned around around and you guys we didn't like just start driving yeah, we've been no. driving for like 15 minutes <laughs> yeah, at least, yeah. and um that means she turned around and drove 15 minutes back yeah. to the venue when we were both just like very tired from all you know bridesmaid duties yeah and, um yeah she turned around continue i'm gonna take over <laughs> so yeah i couldn't do it it was like eating at me and so i was like you know what like i know i probably won't find it but like at least like She'll feel loved if I just, like, I'm just going to go look. So I text her. I was like, hey, I'm going to look. I'll let you know if I find anything. So she starts, like, flooding my text, like, after a while. And she's like, no, it's fine. Like, don't do it. No, you're fine. And so I get all the way to the venue. I was, like, praying. I was like, God, <laughs> just, like, please. I know you're busy. I know you got things but, like, to do. if you could please just, like, just, like, just, like, clear my eyes help me to just like find it and see it whatever and so I get to the venue and the wedding coordinator was just pulling up she's like heard about Ashley's ring I'm gonna look too so we walk in and the guy the like guy who like owns the property he walks up he's like hey can I help you and I was like yeah like we were just here my friend lost the ring it's her grandma's ring Um, I was like is there any way I can just look and he goes oh he's like we just swept the entire grounds like the grass the cement we swept everything. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, if you don't mind, like, can I still just like look for a minute? And he was like, yeah, of course. And he he walks back up. He goes, oh, you got me with the grandma's ring. Yeah. And I was like, I know. I was like, here. I was like, let me give you my number. Like, call me if you find anything. So we do that. And then I go first on the grass. I like walk up and down where all the tables were with my flashlight on. Yeah. And I'm like, please, Jesus, please, Jesus, please, Jesus. <laughs> Then I go to the dance floor, which was just cement. Mm -hmm. And literally, like, I'm shining my flashlight and I see the tiniest, tiniest little, like, twinkle, but Uh it looked like glitter kind of. Yeah. It's a very small ring. Yeah. It was in, like, all the way inside a crack. So even when I got closer, all I saw was, like, a gold speck. Yeah. So I had to, like, dig my finger, got dirt all up in my fingernails, (laughs) like, dug into this crack and, like, was able to, like, grab it. And I pull it out. And it's this tiny little gold ring that is pretty beat up. But I was like, no freaking way. Like, (laughs) is this it? Like, is this it? And I was so nervous. So I started sending Ashley pictures. And I'm like, I don't don't want you to get your hopes up. But, like, I think I might have found it. Like, what do you think? Does this look normal? Like, it's pretty scratched up. Yeah. Yeah. She sends me these pictures. And I'm not kidding, guys. 
I almost didn't recognize it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that does not look like it. Um, but like I, I couldn't think I was like either someone else happened to lose a tiny yeah, little yeah, gold yeah. ring or it's mine. So I, she grabbed it, obviously. And, uh, uh, you know, happy ending. It's my ring. Yeah. So Ashley FaceTimes me <laughs> even uglier sobbing and doesn't even speak like Alicia's just talking. I just stared. I just made like eye contact with her she via like, FaceTime. <laughs> and I was like, you're such a good friend. I don't deserve <laughs> you. And I was being so like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. It's long gone. I'll never get it back and it, it was just it so was funny. a cool moment like that stuff really doesn't cool happen moment. you know so yeah it was really weird if you guys want we'll prove it for you i'm sure i can find a photo of the ring before the after, <laughs> after. The after photo is a like wonky yeah it's like a, a really yeah. good before and after it got some stuff it was probably me stomping i mean on I think it. of all the people yeah like at least at least 130 pounds plus you know at least 130 pounds all the heels stomping away just stomping away like dancing their heart yeah. out you know i was like oh my god yeah oh my god so but, anyway um, long story short we got my ring like, back long story short but we've we been talking for 15 told minutes you the whole story <laughs> man that was Good great times. that was a great story it was happy time um if you guys haven't yet you should uh you should definitely like rate review and subscribe to this podcast mm-hmm. uh if you consider yourself part of the ua family then just do it, you know? Just do it. Just do it. It's it's part of the it's how you become a UA fam. Yeah. Is when if you're you like, not a part review, of the fam, share and subscribe this episode, yeah. this podcast, then you're part of the UA fam. So And if you don't feel like you are yet, do it anyways. Because we do asked it you. and then you will be. Because <laughs> peer we pressure asked you. Um so I got a message on Instagram from Sarah Gonzalez 14. Hello Sarah Gonzalez. She 14. says, "Hey, sorry to correct Taryn, but Push It to the Limit isn't High School Musical. It's from Jump In." LOL. Oh. I was like, "Oh, well, right when she said that too, I was like, oh, uh-huh, she's so right." Good on you for correcting you know, her. Thank you for fact-checking me. Yeah. I'm, we need that. I will be the first to admit when I get something wrong. And you no got it shame wrong. in my game. You got it wrong. I What's hilarious wrong. is I I would I would not know the difference. I don't think I've seen either of them. It's the jump jump in is the one with I don't remember cord Corden or something, and he, he has like the long afroy hair, and he huh. does jump rope. Hmm. It wasn't like a popular one. It wasn't like High School Musical. Okay. Um, we also got a message from John Duran, who do you, Katie, Katie from church singer katie duran yeah her brother messaged us oh stop and said that his girlfriend is a huge fan of us and she's turning 18 so he asked if we could give a shout out so her name is vanessa vanessa and vanessa your boyfriend's adorable and we love you and we hope your birthday is amazing happy birthday and we hope you kill this 18th year of your life it's a good one yeah it's a a good one i remember really liking 18 yeah. A lot, actually. So, yeah. yeah. 18 was great. Get ready. Um, Buckle up. I think I'm going to share a story that I've never told my parents. Oh, my God. Do I know it? Oh, they're going to be very ashamed of me. Oh, doubt it. They're probably going to. My dad's going to. I already know. He's just going to shake his head. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I when that. I turned 18, one of my guy friends was like, you're 18. Let's go buy a cigar. So, I was like, okay. So, we went and bought a cigar. And uh, bottom line... <laughs> I don't think I did it right because my mom had to take me to the hospital the next morning. Why? Because I couldn't breathe. 
<laughs> I had like a reaction and I just remember being so ashamed and my mom was like honey ashamed. Like, taking care of me because yeah. I didn't tell her why I was like oh. I literally woke up and was like she probably <gasps> thought you had like, like bronchitis wheezing. or something yeah and then she walked out of the room for a second and then I told the doctor and she was like oh, okay like you're just you like you didn't react well with the smoke and she's like you didn't do it right I was yeah. like okay well that was the first and last time I ever smoked. So that's hilarious. Good I, time. I'm surprised you went with cigar because isn't that Lotto age? Yeah, but it was my guy friend. He was all into cigars. I I mean I remember being like, yeah, I'm gonna win the Lotto. I should have done that. I, I could be rich. Some tickets and was like, yeah, that's Instead, the last I had to time go I'll to the buy. ER, so that's what I got. <laughs> so cool. Um, do you have any DMs? Uh. Or should we just jump in? I think we should just jump in. I feel like our story covered. Yeah, our story kind of was, you know, the all the entertainment the you guys thing. need. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm gonna let you go first because I went first last time. Oh, that seems fair. That seems yeah. fair. Um, well, I'll hit you guys <laughs> with the title and then I will. Oh my Scared gosh, me. this thing. Sorry, I have, I have a can of yerba mate tea that's empty and fell over and scared Terrence. It scared me. Was... That was my gasp. <laughs> Um, so I'll hit you guys with the title. This one is called Best Friend Betrayal. Dun, dun, dun. I would never betray you. Drama. <laughs> everyone's like, just looking everyone's at her like, like no, yeah. everyone right now is like, oh, my podcast stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know we were just staring into each other's eyes. I was just nodding. I was like, that's right. That's, that's right. right. Um, okay. Uh, we'll take a short break and, uh, come back with a story. BRB. Boob. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. Well, okay, we're back. <laughs> um, you've never read BRB as Burb? No. Or LOL is LOL? Oh, LOL, I say all the time. Well, Burb is the same. It just was like burb. You reacted so just like, what? I've never like, heard that. You've never read it as Burb? It's not like burb. the. It's not like a, an, an. I'm gonna say it one more time. An appetizing sounding word. Burb. Burb. <laughs> I don't know. Like it just makes me think of a burp. And a bird. And being cold. I have the hiccups. God. Okay. We're okay. getting into the story. Uh, again, this one is titled "Best Friend Betrayal," and she starts off with, "Hi, Ashley and Taryn." <laughs> She's all happy. <laughs> no, it's gonna go downhill. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. First off, I love, all caps, love your guys' podcast. Aww. You guys put a smile on my face every time I listen. So. Do you know what I just thought of? What? I'm so sorry. I was like mid-sentence I'm so Taryn. sorry. But I just like thought of the fact, like we've never read a story from someone twice. Do you know how many people we've already like read their stories? You're right. We haven't read a story twice. Except for our update episode, but it was like that's different. That's crazy though. Like yeah. that's a lot of people. What that episode is a lot are we of on? 38? 38, I think, yeah. Times like two plus all the like tearing it ups plus all the like all the shorts, shorts and, and dad jokes. Wow, and we're good at this. Oh my god, We give a lot of advice. We have a big fam. Yeah, we do. Sorry, fam. I had a moment where I was like, <gasps> wow. Okay, please continue. It's the energy she drink. She says it really is. <laughs> so here's the deal, dot, dot, dot. Uh-oh. I've been getting my feelings hurt by who I consider to be one of my best friends. For the past couple of months, over and over again, I just want to know that I am being, I just want to know if I am being unreasonable. It has to do with the fact that she still chooses to hang around my ex when she knows that I don't like it. Ooh. She's married pretty unhappily because it is a volatile relationship and always has been ever since I've known her for eight years now. And I've, and I know nothing would ever be going on with my ex and her. He's also currently in another relationship. Her husband is pretty close with my ex, but he met both of them through me. There was a time that her husband and my ex weren't as close due to a falling out between a mutual friend of theirs. And my ex chose to side more with the other friend. But now everything is hunky-dory with them and they hang out all the time. We used to live in the same city, but now I live an hour and a half away, so we don't get to see each other as much as I'd like, but we used to do everything together. Work, sports, hang out, vacation, celebrate holidays slash birthdays, etc. Her and her best friend. Her and her best friend. Okay. Now, it seems like they are doing all of these things without me, and instead of me, it's my ex and mm. his girlfriend. Mm. I told her that it's not fair that he gets to hang out with her more than I do, and she was like, in quotes, I know. I just do it because my husband, for some reason, loves him. End quote. Yeah. A couple of months ago, she got a she got mad at my ex because she felt like he was telling her husband something which caused her and her husband to argue. She puts in parentheses, which is a very common occurrence. She called me after this happened and vented all about how my ex did this and that um, she can't stand to talk to him or even be around him. 
Then, not even a week after this conversation, they all go to a concert together, which I only knew about through other friends' social media because she was not going to say anything. I hate when that happens. Oh, yeah. When you have a conversation with someone and then you see through something else that they're doing something that they said they probably wouldn't. And you're just like, wait. If you said this, why are you? And, and then they're you not find posting. out from someone else because it just, whether yeah. it's intentional or not, it makes them look like they're hiding it from oh, you. Oh, totally. Yeah. Sketch. No, not a fan. Then right after that, just her and her husband and my ex go to the Keys together. Florida Keys. Keys, 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 Keys on the nice. Not Hollywood. The vacation <laughs> Keys. This was right around my birthday, which she didn't even come to because she was busy with her husband's birthday, which is understandable, I guess. When she wished me happy birthday, she could sense something was wrong. So I told her everything that I just told you. Good for you. Good Good for you. She apologized and said she doesn't have anyone here, no friends at all. And her husband planned this keys trip and she just got to tag along and that the concert wasn't even fun. She promised to be a better friend and make make up the time and uh, meet up just one-on-one. That was like three months ago. Fast forward to today. We've met up a total of two times. Her birthday just passed. Usually she wants her husband to plan it so she's not the one planning her own birthday. So I texted him about a week and a half before her birthday to find out what the plans were. He told me he wasn't sure what they were going to do and that he was going to do some brainstorming. Then he texted me the next day, that he was thinking about making sushi at their house the Friday after her birthday. Her birthday falls on a Tuesday this year. Then he texts me the next day saying, what time to be there? Now comes the weekend before her birthday, and what do I see? Everyone celebrating my best friend's birthday without me, my ex and his new girlfriend included. Oh. Ouch. Mind you, I don't see it on her social media because she didn't post anything, but I see it on mutual friends' social media. Which, again, it doesn't look good. Whether it's intentional or not, it just doesn't look good. Because you're going to post stuff when it's your birthday. It's your birthday, yeah. Mm. I'm just hurt and angry and confused. Look, I know that there will be times when they hang out because they all live in the same city and I don't. But for a birthday celebration, I would have never missed it. I only missed it because I wasn't invited. I feel like they threw a pity invite for me. More likely, the sushi thing at their house will be just me and her and her husband and kids and is only being done because my ex got invited to the real birthday celebration. What can I do at this point? She knows how upset this makes me, but it continues to happen. Am I being unreasonable for wanting a little loyalty from my best friend? I know for a fact that if it was the other way around, she would be upset too. Yeah. And you can totally say my name if you want. It doesn't matter to me. Thanks for listening. What was her name? Did I say her name in the beginning? Huh. You didn't put her name on there. I don't think I put her name. It's it's a habit that I have. Unless you guys actually put your name in the email, I always cut your email off so I don't read it by accident. So oh, yeah, sense? it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. Anyway. So this is uh, unintentionally anonymous. Unintentionally anonymous. Um, but wow. Wow. I I really felt that one. I can relate to that so freaking hard. Oof. Yeah. Uh I mean, I feel like there's a lot of places we can go with this, but we can just kind of like ping pong back and forth. Um, I feel like you are handling this very well. I feel like you have, it seems like you have a lot of wisdom and you're being very empathetic and understanding to her having to deal with this guy being her husband's best friend. Yeah. Um, So the fact that you are even 
aware of and okay with them hanging out sometimes is just I think amazing so yeah um the fact that she hasn't seemed to what's the word sacrifice even a little bit on her part Mm -hmm. really looks bad yeah it is but especially like it's cool that she like came out and said it like yeah, not a lot the fact of people that you do already that. told yeah. her about it and all of this is still going on i do want to i'm just going to play devil's advocate here for a second the husband planned the birthday i'm assuming yeah if that's what he normally does and didn't invite her so i'm guessing especially since their marriage isn't great from what it sounds like um i'm guessing he has a lot to do with this so but even then, like if we, if we give him fifty percent of the blame, there's still fifty percent on the wife as well. Yeah. So it just really sucks that she's not even talking about this with yeah. you. I feel like if she was being like, "Hey, he's throwing me a birthday party and he didn't invite you. Um, I'm so sorry this happened." Or even if she found out if it was a surprise and she found out after, she should have hit you up and been like, "I don't know why the hell he didn't invite you, but let's go do something, me and yeah, you." Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would have made it. So much better. Oh, the it second been like, you talk okay. about it, it's like, oh, okay. You know but what I mean? Her, and, you know, maybe she's a nine. <laughs> maybe she hates confrontation. But her not saying anything about it yeah. really makes it look like she's on board with it. Whether yeah. or not that's true. And I don't like that for you. Yeah. Anonymous. Girl, Girl. let me just say, I can relate to this. So freaking intense. So yeah. me and my ex... When we were dating, he had a brother. I introduced my best friend to his brother. Literally, they started dating right as we broke up. So it actually created a riff in our friendship because she was always around and like it put her in a weird position. Um, And we like ended up making up. She still is one of my best friends. Like I love her to death. But I will say... And that's even harder because she's like married into the family. So it's like you can't get away with that. Like this situation, it's like it's it is not completely her choice because it is like the husband who's friends with them. Mm -hmm. Still frustrating. But I definitely went through hell. Yeah. I remember the first birthday party that happened. It was at my ex's house. I showed up. It was I just got Charlie, my pup. Oh, Um. I showed up because I I was still trying to navigate like I want to be here for you as a friend but like this is awkward I showed up my ex was there there was this girl I was suspicious about she was there and they were kind of like all over each other I kept a smile on my face I it was a surprise party so like she wasn't there yet I politely she's the one you're there for yeah politely excused myself walked outside into the alley Saw his car that still had where I had written a heart and tearing on it. Dirt was still on his car. That's how oh, fresh the breakup was. My God. Saw that. You mean like the dust on the window? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. This guy. Saw his car, started crying hysterically, threw up all while holding my puppy. And my dog was just looking at me like, what is <laughs> happening? Threw up, wiped my face, wiped my tears, took a couple breaths, walked back in for the surprise, and then like left right after that. Yeah. And that was where I realized like life is not going to be the same. No. There are her kids' birthdays I haven't been invited to, some of her own birthdays I haven't been invited to because it's just a weird dynamic. It's just weird. My advice to you is you have to just accept that it's going to suck. Yeah. Like it's going to suck. And for whatever reason, like, 
things are going to get messy. Communication is going to be messy. So on your end, you're going to have to realize that like you're not going to be invited to everything and that and that it's not she's in a weird position too. Yeah. So you're going to have to just like realize that there's going to be times where you're hurt and it's going to suck. Yeah. On the flip side though, what Ashley already alluded to, she's going to have to like really make effort to make you feel loved and supported. Yeah. And to do and to do sometimes where it's like they're all going out somewhere and she says, hey, like you guys go have fun. I'm going to go make plans with someone else. Or she's got to talk to her husband and be like, hey, I know this is a weird situation, but she's always invited. Like, I don't want her being left out. It's her choice if she wants yeah. to come she and feel uncomfortable. Friend. She has a best yeah. friend. But she's always invited. Yeah. So it's got to be like you were saying, like, there's got to be sacrifices on both ends. On both ends. But just speaking personally from being you in a situation, like, you've just got to be like, there were so many times where I'd see pictures like of her, um, her like son turned one. And I was like, it like loved him was a part of his life but I couldn't go because like my ex was there with like his new girlfriend or wife or whatever it was at that time and um and I had to see that and I totally would get my feelings hurt but I had to be like this is not about me and it's right. weird for her too like yeah. so I'll just make a time where I can go like give him a present like on my own or or yeah. like celebrate on my own yeah so that's my advice because I feel you dude and it's such a it's such an unfortunate like Exes should be like exes and gone. It like, should be. Yeah. Just freaking gone. Yeah. Like that's it. Not intertwined in your everyday no, life. No. It yeah. really it really sucks. I, I completely agree with Taryn. Um I think and I don't know the friend, I don't know, you know, where she stands or, or um her personality at all, but it really feels like you, the writer anonymous here, it feels like you're doing everything right by sharing yeah. your feelings. So the next thing I would do is I would talk to her again mm-hmm. and just be like, hey, um, I understand your situation and that sucks and I'm so sorry. And if you yeah. ever need to vent about it or talk about it, I'm here for you. Yeah. Um, as your friend though, I'm feeling very much pushed aside. Yeah. So you, like the two of you need to figure out a way to prioritize your friendship. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm, you know, really worried about it not working out or yeah. lasting very long because... Um, it's, it's, and it's hard because that's her husband and that's her husband's best friend. So it mm-hmm. makes sense for, she does mm-hmm. need to prioritize him yeah. to an extent, you know? Um, but her speaking up for you on, and making sure you at least get invited is very important. And, um, if things like that happen, which it sounds like they do, and they probably will continue to, then she needs to make sure that she's talking to you along the way. Yeah. Otherwise it just, it just makes it look like she, she knows and is on board. Yeah, and a best friendship is a relationship. It like, is. Like, you have to tell... People need to be more open about, like, how they need to feel loved. Yeah. And, like, me and Ashley have done that where we've told each other, like, hey, like, I, we just had a conversation the we other really day. Did. Yeah. Where I was like, hey, when I tell you, like... Like, so-and-so did this and, like, it bothered me. Yeah. Like, Ashley's a nine, so she always responds with... Don't don't worry about it. It's fine. Like she didn't mean it. And so I told her I was like sometimes like in that situation I feel like my feelings aren't valid. Yeah. And I was like honestly all you need to respond is like that sucks. And she goes, "Oh, done. Okay. Like, I, I I could do okay. that." Yeah, but she's like, like I could do that. I in my head 
it's really hard for me to not see the other person's side. Yeah. Because I get it. I feel it. And well, I'm just and like, you're oh. helping. You're being like, oh, well, let me help her understand that like it's probably not a big yeah, deal. I'll be like, oh, totally. She's going through this. She didn't mean it that way. Don't take yeah. it personally. Like, I, I guarantee that's not how it felt when all Taryn wants me to do is be on her side. Yeah. So like. But you would have never known that if I wouldn't have said it. No. So you can't hold someone else accountable to making you feel a certain way if you haven't verbalized it. Yeah. So So, you can't get mad at her. Yeah. Which obviously you did talk to her about it. So that's good. And I I think that's important. But I think you need to one more time talk about it and be very specific about what you need. Fully. Just be like, hey. If we are to remain friends, you can't be having parties or going out socially with my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And not like at least tell me beforehand or explain why I wasn't invited to your birthday party. Yeah, because I'm sure if she would have been like, hey, just, you know, have to go to this concert with freaking Dillhole. Like, I'm not going to enjoy it, but like, whatever. Then it's like she knows like, oh, like they're hanging out yeah. she sees stuff she's like whatever and maybe that's excessive like she shouldn't ha- I, I don't no, think yeah, she yeah, should yeah. have to text you every time no but if it's something that involves you in any way yeah she needs because that to was reach the concert out. was they were supposed to hang out or something and then right or something no they, they oh, went out to a wrong. concert after they had a conversation about her ex got it got it got it um and how much she hated the yeah. ex so but i know like one of my best friends was in that same group as my ex. So when we went through the breakup, that was hard for her. And she would be like, I won't go if you're uncomfortable. And I was like, no, like, I'm trying to be realistic. Like, it's a party, of course. Like, you and your boyfriend are going to go because you're friends with everyone. But she always did such a good job of just being like, hey, just so you know, like, I'm at this party here. Like, he looks horrible or something. But you know what I mean? She'd be like, just so you know, like. And so in those moments, I would be like, it sucks that, like, she's there and I can't be there. And, like, life is just continuing on without me. Yeah. Um, Because when you're the one who, like, can't show up, but you're like, why does he get to go and, like, have fun? Yeah. But, like, in those moments when she would just say those tiny little statements to me, it made me feel like, okay. And what sucks is this was her best friend's birthday. No. Not her best friend's husband. Yeah. So that's why as a nine I'm picking up on it feels like the husband has a lot to do with this so that does make me feel bad for the friend yeah because she must she must honestly be in a a really tough situation Um, because if that was you know if that's her birthday her best friend should be there not the husband's best friend and that's why I think I can't remember if you said or I said it but like having like she should even have a conversation with her husband and be like hey like like, hey this is weird for both of us but why didn't you invite yeah. my best? That, that'd be like Alicia throwing me a party and not inviting you. Yeah. I'd be like, this was so great. Thank you. Where's Taryn? <laughs> you know, like, could she not make it? Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. would be my automatic response. Yeah. Is I'd look around and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I'm confused. Where's Taryn? Yeah. Is, she, is she okay? Yeah. Because she should be here. And like, she should have, even if they're like, oh, but I think she's going to be uncomfortable. Like, yeah. the invite should be, still be extended. And like, how I went to that thing that and had my <laughs> throwing up incident. Like, yeah. I still like made that choice to be like, no, I'm going to go as long as I can. And yeah. then I left. Like, if he had so. invited her, she probably wouldn't have gone to the birthday party. Yeah, I've been like, but hey, she I'll just come next Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. The husband. The husband. The husband. Ooh, I'm roll. sorry. I, it's it's a really sucky situation to be in, but I think if you if you do take emotion out of it as much as you can and just be like, hey, this is awkward for all of us, 
you know, but yeah. be clear on what you need. Yeah. That's um, and to answer your question, I don't think you're being unreasonable in any way. No. Um, I do think, I do think you understand her side very well. So I think when you talk about her, when you talk to her about the situation, just make it very clear that you understand that she's in mm-hmm. a sticky spot. Like make it clear that you understand how difficult has, this is for her. Um, so that she doesn't feel like you're just brushing it aside yeah. and just oh, being mad fully. at her. And yeah. I think she'll I think she'll accept that a lot easier if, yeah. if you make it clear that yeah. you get that this is hard. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you so much for sending that in. Um sorry we don't know your name. I'm uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I messed that up. <laughs> that was on me, guys. I'm so sorry about that. Um but yeah, I, I really I really hope that you have that conversation and that it goes well for you. I feel like we've we always do the opposite where we're like afraid we're gonna say it when they don't want it and then yeah. now it's like she wants it but we don't know. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, okay. So that was good. That was great. Yeah. I feel like that's I feel very like, relatable. And, oh, I feel like a lot of emails that we get has to do with friendships. Like mm-hmm. we do get a lot of dating, but we do get a lot of friendship ones as well. So I guarantee you there's a lot of people listening right now oh, that fully. are just like, wow, wait, same. I'm in the same yeah. boat. Or, oh, I need to have that conversation with my friend about a completely different yep. topic, but same conversation. Yeah. Um. So I think, I think you're helping a lot of people by sharing your story. And we're very... We're very, I feel like we have a very healthy relationship and we think we do. And we're very honest about like where we struggle and where we whatever. And so I think it's like, especially friendship ones, I'm always like confident for us to tackle it because we're like, let's talk about it. Yeah. This is what we've done. And like, like in like a completely selfish way, I feel like this is very like friend therapy for the two of us. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like listening to that and I'm just like, oh, yeah. I need to be more like, yeah, like if, if not like I'm in that s- specific situation, because yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. not. Um, but like if something like that were to happen, I'm learning along with How, you guys mm-hmm. what I should and shouldn't yep. do. So yep. for you and for me. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Great times. Again, like Mark said the other day, we just use this podcast to. This is a very this is actually all about us. This has it nothing is. to do with you guys. Actually, like no one's sending an email, so we write these every week. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> Imagine the plot thickens, and we're That'd be so funny. emailing I've ourselves. I'm saying that I want to do one where I, but I feel like I've told you like absolutely every story of mine because it would have been funny if I ever typed one up and told like read it as my own and heard you give advice, and then I'm like surprise, surprise, me. that was me. Yeah, that would just be wow. I yeah. tell you too much though. Yeah, I don't think it would work. I don't think it would work either. You'd be like, this is you. Yeah. You'd be like, I remember I was there. <laughs> you, you would have to have someone else write it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with your wording and stuff. I feel like I'd pick up on that. <sighs> yeah, you would. Totally. Just um, a guess. Okay. I am actually, okay, preface. I'm excited about this one. I'm not excited about what she's going through. Okay. But I actually learned a lot about this one because I researched it because it was something that I it was a term I wasn't familiar with and I really feel like um it's good advice for her but it also is something we should be aware of okay love that it's called the art of losing oneself to gaslighting Ooh, are you familiar with that term is it I I've definitely heard it before I think it's when someone else has the spotlight like it's all about them is that right? Um, maybe, but it's like the psychological terms a little different. Okay. But but I love this because you're gonna learn too. Because okay. I was so like I was like, wait, I haven't heard of that. Great, I'm gonna sit back and just absorb and the relax. wisdom. Um, but before that, listen to these ads. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> buy buy all the things. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 
shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Welcome back. To the podcast. To the podcast. We had a happy ad break. <laughs> We're on the home stretch, Ash. We're almost there. Do you know what Guys. home stretch means? Baseball. I did softball for a hot minute. I did softball. I softballed. I know what that is. I played softball. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it until I broke my tooth. Do you think it'd be weird if I started wearing my CAF ring? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. It wouldn't be. I mean, you know, I'm gonna post a photo and you didn't do. Did you do soft? You didn't do softball in college or anything? No. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, So my first week of college. I um well there's there's a very big separation between high school softball and college softball. Absolutely, yeah. That makes college sense. softball is intense. They're yeah. beasts. That's they eat, sleep, drink, softball, they're really intense. I have always been someone who's like weirdly good at things but doesn't like pursue it enough to actually like master it. Yeah. Jack of all trades, master of none. I feel like I'm That's the same, me. actually. Yeah. Um so my first week of college I was walking and I see this group of very intimidatingly like bulky like intense looking females walking towards me yeah and I was like oh my god I'm gonna get jumped on my first week of school like oh dear god they walk up they're like hey you wrestlinger and I was like yes and they were like we heard you were on a CAF softball team what position you play I was like second base and they're like, all right, like our coach told us to find you like we want you to like come out for softball. And I said, oh, no, thank you. (laughs) I just walked away. (laughs) We actually like became like friends later and they were like, that was the weirdest interaction. But I was just like, no, like I just was not into I wanted to have fun in college, you know? Yeah. And like that's uh, sports in high school is different than co- college is a commitment that's, yeah. that's a full on oh, it's a full commitment you are like training yeah and eating breathing like everything is all about that yeah. and no nope. no I love music so much I did music all through high school thought it was going to be my major yeah <laughs> walked in and was just like giggles hell no like nope. no thank you and it's not it's not even it's nothing against taking it that seriously or being a major but like that for me specifically that would have just crushed my passion yeah. for it like yeah. it was way too intense and no, i was totally. like you know what i i i love it and i'm gonna continue to do it but i i don't want to do that yeah. sometimes i regret like because i've like i was always like good at dance but i never like pursued dance yeah and i'm like obsessed with watching dance videos and i'm like she, Karen Renee, she watches like, it all the time oh all the time i'm like why didn't you like put time and effort into it because yeah. now i went to a dance class uh shout out kyle hanagami hello i fangirled so freaking hard i got to go to one of his classes yes um i sucked like horribly Actually, I kept up until like the second eight count, and then I was like, I can't. I gotta go well, see him. It's hard, back. especially for his class. Oh, and it was an expert like, there class. There are yeah. professional dancers that end up in music videos for artists. Yeah, in the class. So, but it's I like, will say, oh. I watch his stuff 
all the freaking time. Yeah. And like I watch choreo videos for hours at a time. It's so really her hobby. I knew that studio. Like I walked in and was like, oh my God, because I like have watched music videos in that studio. Yeah. And so I was standing and just watching people dance. I was glossy eyed the whole time. I was like so in awe. And then like the video came out for it and you see me in the background. Oh. And I look like such a goob, but like I was so. It doesn't matter. I still, I just would love to be his best friend. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't I'm matter. I'm going to try. Let's try to get him to hear this. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> At Kyle. Be my best friend. Okay. Anywho. Wait, what part are we on? Your story. Oh my God. It's almost over. I need to tell my story. I forgot where we were for a second. <laughs> okay. I'm just looking at you like, it's your turn. <laughs> Anytime turn. Okay. Wrap um, it up, Taryn. This is called The Art of Losing Oneself to Gaslighting. So don't worry if you're like, what is that? I feel you. I didn't really know either, but I will get into that after. Hey, Ashley and Taryn. Hey. Hi. Since I began listening to your podcast, I was too scared to write you, but I finally gained the courage to share. Add a girl. We're going to take a moment. We're so proud of you. To recognize that. Yeah. Because that's so cool. Yeah, it really is. That's such a huge step. It It really is. I love that. And especially for like, anyway, I don't want to get into it. Um, She said, while I am nervous about sharing this, and I just want to say, someone shared with me the other day, they were like, people always feel like I'm afraid to do it, so I won't do it. Or I need to somehow like not be afraid in order to like do it. And it was this, I can't remember where this quote is from, but they were saying like, no, like do it afraid. And I remember I heard that and I was like, ugh. That's so brilliant. Like sometimes like being scared is just a reality. And instead of just like trying to suppress it or push it down, like take that step and be like, I'm afraid right now, but like I'm going to do it anyways. Like do it afraid. That's what what I feel like everyone says like to take a step of faith, but like faith can't work unless you're taking a step. Yeah. And that step will be scary. Yeah. It's not, it's not taking a, it's unseen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not taking a step of faith if you know the outcome. Yep. (laughs) So if it's, the only time you can take a step of faith is if you're taking a risk yeah. and you don't know how it's going to work out. I love that. I've been yeah. waiting to use that so- to someone, like just to be like, if they're like, oh, I'm too scared to be like, do it afraid. Like, yeah. I love that. It's I, love, so good. I love simple like statements like that, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um. So she's nervous about sharing this. She says, I hope it will help others who are going through a similar situation. I'm in my early 20s and have been dating my boyfriend for just over two years. We attend the same college and we recently decided to move in together. I have always thought of relationships as a Disney fairy tale, but I quickly had to let go of that idea, which like that hit me because I was like, I don't, it's so hard when you hear people that are like, oh, I've always dreamed of my fairy tale, but like, that's not reality. And it's like, there should be a healthy balance of like, real life is messy, but I feel like you shouldn't let go of that hope of like being in love and like having those butterflies and you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. I think she, I mean, Disney fairy tale, like, yeah, it's like. I'm not yeah. going to go out and sing and birds are going to like make me get up high. And yeah, specifically the way she worded it. I'm like, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't think of it that yeah. way. But yes, we do. But love it love. still is like, you know, that's a hard thing to like let go of that. Um, over the last few years, I have felt controlled by an outside force that I could not identify. But many in my life believe I am a victim of gaslighting from a significant other. My boyfriend had suffered a major brain injury a few years ago and has been diagnosed with anxiety, depression, and PTSD. He implements a ton of double standards in our relationship, and I am expected to take on most of the tasks around the apartment and help him through school between classes and appointments. 
I am willing to do anything for another individual, especially for someone I care about, but I have just reached the point where I feel run down and I have nothing left to offer. I do everything for him, but I still do not receive appreciation and I am compared to others in his life. I know you're not supposed to compare yourself with others, but in this type of situation, I don't know how to stop. I know people tell me to end my relationship with him, but for whatever reason, I feel guilty for thinking of such a thing or disappointed with myself for not being able to do more. I was hoping you could offer some outsider advice. This can be a challenging and emotional topic, but I hope my vulnerability will have an impact on others who are experiencing similar things in their lives. Love, Anonymous. Wow. I know. That's heavy. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. So I think before we even offer advice, because it's hard to offer advice when you're like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. I'm just going to give, I'm going to give just the definition of it. Yes, please. And then we can talk about the story and then I'll give like, there's, um, I really like, uh, I think I got this one. Yeah. From psychology today, they give like a list of like things to look for, for you to be like, oh yeah, like I'm in one yeah. of those situations. Love that. So Gaslighting is a tactic in which a person or entity, in order to gain more power, makes the victim question their reality. It works much better than you may think. Anyone is susceptible to gaslighting, and it is a common technique of abusers, dictators, narcissists, and cult leaders. It is done slowly so the victim doesn't realize how much they've been brainwashed. For example, in the movie Gaslight, a man manipulates his wife to the point where she thinks she's losing her mind. So it's basically like a, a manipulation tactic that's used for someone to like gain power over another person okay. and to, to like control them, but not just them, but like the way they think, the way they act, like every aspect of them is like so that they're in control and like they can make that person serve them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, extremely manipulative. Oh, ex like manipulation the is like the key. Of manipulative. Yes, yes. Um, so with that being said, and it sounds like there's a a lot going on in these scenarios because yeah. I mean because of his I mean with brain injuries sometimes it can completely alter someone's personality. Yeah, and PTSD and depression like all those things like come with so many added pressures. But if you hear like there's certain things that she says that like broke my heart because she's like, I feel run down. I have nothing left to offer. I feel guilty. I feel disappointed with myself for not being able to do more. Like she is having so much weight left on her and it's all based off of like, I'm not doing enough for him. It's all like back to him, yeah. you know, which is one of like the signs when like everything has to do with that person yeah um i was going to that it's uh, that made me think of um a couple people i know um who were siblings of uh their brother or sister who had some kind of disorder yeah um how often they felt guilty for ever even like putting themselves first mm -hmm. like once twice whatever yeah because um of the sibling yeah just not being able to because of the situation yeah um first of all i i think it's really important that the that anonymous realizes that all of those emotions and all of those feelings are so valid yeah. and so normal um when especially when there's 
uh, mental health involved um, yeah. or or any kind of thing like that. Um, it's absolutely completely normal to feel guilty. Yeah. Because if, if you ever have a moment of humanness yeah. or a moment of anything self-related, even just one, it makes you feel upset at yourself because yeah. you're, you're like, I'm doing this, but they can't. Or I'm doing this when I should be helping them or or any situation like that. Yeah. It, it, it's so normal to be and feel guilty. Yeah. And it's not right. I'm not saying it's right, but I, I, I hope you're not being too hard on yourself for thinking that yeah. way because I feel like I would. You yeah. Know? And like, I think in a lot of situations where, you know, you have like a relationship with someone who has some type of disability, a lot of times there is like, a, it's not even like mm-hmm. one person is having to give more, but the key thing and what really stuck out to me in here is she says she's doing everything and not feeling appreciated at all and is constantly getting compared to other people and like being like torn down. And so that's one thing where it's like I can get being like, oh, I feel worn down because I'm doing so much. But you keep doing that because you love that person and like yeah. he still loves you and you feel fulfilled in that and relationship. He's, he's comparing her to other people that are in his life. Yeah. Right. And that's one of the things, too, is that they they make you feel like you're you're not doing a lot and they'll they'll try to make you feel that other people in their life feel the same way about you. Yeah. Well, let me. Okay, I'm going to read. So so this is for you, Anonymous. First of all, I think you should you mentioned that people in your life are saying that you should end the relationship. If there are people you trust and care about. Don't be quick to dismiss that. You know, you don't have to be like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to. But like sit and listen to like what they have to say and like what the reasons are. And something I don't even remember where we were the other day. We were talking to a friend who was like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's mean or something. And we were like, hey, what if like roles were reversed? Like what if your best friend came to you with a scenario and was like, someone's doing this to me? What would you say? And she was like, I'd be pissed. And it was like, yeah, like you got to think about like hear what they have to say and then think about if you had a friend telling you the same things like what would you say to them yeah and you don't have to act on it right away but no. like sit with that well she lives take with it him. in it's, let it marinate yeah and then just be like wait yeah how do i feel about this totally you know you do, you don't have to necessarily do something the second they say break up with them you don't have to break up with them but you yeah can, you can sit there and process that and hear what they have to say and you might be surprised yeah. That you might agree with them. And that pressure of like, I'm sure she feels like I do everything for him. He's been through so much. If I leave him, what's going to happen to him? Yeah. And, and I get that. But that's also a lot of pressure to put on yourself. And hopefully he has other people in his life that would step up and support him. Yeah. But if you're in an unhealthy relationship and there's something toxic going on, you do have to think about yourself. You like, do. You're not married. So you have to like think, okay, well, if I'm I'm going to stay in this, like this is what the future would going? look like yeah. for, you know, a while at least. And I don't know, one thing my mom told me, and I mean, obviously every relationship is like different, but there was like one guy I liked so much and I was sad all the time. And she was like, Taryn, like relationships, if you're with like the right person, like it should feel like 80% fun and 20% work. Yeah. Like you're, you're doing life together. You're enjoying each other. You're filling each other up, but there's that stuff you got to work on, but like, it shouldn't feel like it's like so heavy or like the percentages are like all wacky, you yeah. know, like expect work, expect to put in work, but most of it should be 
loving someone and like doing life with them. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And having this conversation with him, it doesn't, it's not, it's not selfish of you because you want a good relationship for the both of you. Yeah. So I think, yeah, talking to him, obviously I don't know his, the extent of his injury, but it sounds like he's still fully aware and, and fully capable yeah. of, of conversing with you and, and, and having a conversation. Um, so I, if he's able to do that, then, then he is also able to take responsibility for comparing you to other people. So I think what you should do is is not be scared to have a very difficult conversation with him yeah. because it's it sounds like he's 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 capable of changing how he talks to you, how he treats you and I it also makes me wonder if he's doing this to you, he might be doing it to other people too. Yeah. So um, I, I would, even though it's, it's difficult and I understand being scared to put this on him and have this conversation with him, this is, this is for his, yeah to better his life and his relationships with other people as well. It's actually not so much selfish as you'd think. No, be, yeah. So I would just talk to him and just be like, listen, if we want this to work, like I need you to really step it up and, yeah. and pay attention to how you're treating me. It's not okay yeah it's not and it's okay for you and I know it sucks when when people have gone through injuries or or they have a disability to do this to them but but they're also people too and and that's not fair how they're treating you yeah and if they're treating you that way maybe they're treating other people that way and they they need to know that it's not okay yeah so hopefully maybe you can speak share some shed some light yeah no totally in his life um so i'm just gonna really quick read this it's 11 11 warning signs of gaslighting so this is something especially for you anonymous like you can just like listen to it if you're like oh my gosh every single one of those is this then i think or anybody else listening if you're like oh my gosh that literally describes my relationship then i would seek um you know have a conversation with someone you love and be like, Hey, like, I feel like I'm in an unhealthy situation. And then, you know, couples counseling or even just talking to someone you love, having an honest conversation. But, um, here are 11 signs. One, they tell blatant lies. You know, it's an outright lie. They're telling you with a straight face and you're confused of how they can be telling you this lie when you're like, I know they're lying, you know? Um, And they say that once they tell you a huge lie, you're not sure if anything they say is true, which keeps you feeling unsteady and off kilter, which is their goal. Yeah. Two, they deny they ever said something, even though you have proof. It makes you start to question your own reality because you're like, I'm literally telling you. Like, I, you said this, I have proof, but they're still sticking to their lie. So again, the more they do this, the more you start to question your reality and start to just accept theirs. Mm. Three, they use what is near and dear to you as ammunition. So you get in a fight, they know your points, and they, like, will just go for them. So they'll tell you, you know, you'd be a worthy per- person if you only didn't have all of, like, the negative Oof. traits that, like, you already are insecure so about. So cruel. Yeah, and they ta- attack the foundation of your being. So it's like if you were to be like, I have this horrible relationship with my dad, and every fight they're like, you're just like your dad. It's like those, yeah. like, they're targeting, like, those specific, like, instances, yeah. you know? Um, four, they wear you down over time, and they use the example of, like, a frog in boiling water, like, have you heard that one? Like yeah, if you yeah, put yeah. a if you throw a frog in hot water, they'll just jump out. But if you put a frog in cold water and just start to heat the temperature, it'll get to boiling and the frog will just die and never jump out because they don't feel the gradual change. Yeah. So it's it's something that they do over time. 
Five, their actions do not match their words. So when dealing with a person that gaslights, look at what they're doing rather than what they're saying. What they are saying means nothing. It's just talk. What they're doing is the issue. Mm -hmm. Six, they throw in a positive reinforcement every once in a while to confuse you. So it makes you be like, wait, maybe they aren't so bad because they said this nice thing. So um, they said, look at what the positive thing they're telling you is. If it's something they're praising you for that has something to do with you serving them, that's a good sign. Wow. So like, oh, you know, you just were so amazing today the way you like did this for me. You know what I mean? Like, It's uh, not a compliment about you. It's like the, the Maslow's Bell Theory. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yep. That's so terrible. Yep. Seven, they know confusion weakens people. So they know people have, they need um, a sense of stability and normalcy. So their goal is to uproot this and make you constantly question everything. Number eight, they project. So if they're a drug user or a cheater, they constantly accuse you of being a drug user or a cheater. Mm-hmm. And that's so that you are having to constantly defend yourself and you're distracted from their they're own cheating. behavior. Yeah. Um, Number nine, they try to align people against you. So they use people in their life that will stand with them no matter what. And they use these people against you. So they make you feel like you don't know who to trust. And that leads you to just going right back to the person themselves, Mm -hmm. um, which isolation gives you control. Uh, Number 10, they tell you or others that you are crazy. They know that if you question your insanity and they question your insanity, people will not believe you and will tell them or think that like they're the ones that's abusive or out of control. They'll just be like, oh, she's crazy, you know? Yeah. And then 11, they tell you everyone is a liar, um, which is a manipulation technique. It makes people turn to the gaslighter for correct information, which isn't correct information at all. Dang. So those are very specific things. So that's something, marinate over that. If any of you are listening to this and are like, oh my gosh, I'm in this relationship, please, please seek someone you trust and just be like, hey, this is a lot Honest of information thoughts. I need to process. Yeah. Do you feel like I'm in this situation? And then move on from there. Dude, that's terrifying. That was a lot, but I think it's helpful. No, it, to know. it's very true. I've known a yeah. few people who's, and this obviously is a completely different situation, but who who had a boyfriend that was cheating on them. And I'm not kidding that like the second they got off work, the boyfriend would call mm-hmm. like immediately or the girlfriend would call immediately because they're like, where are you? What are you doing? You didn't text me yet because they're yeah. so paranoid of them cheating because that's what they do. Yep. And it's, it's so crazy how ma- manipulative they'll be. Cause they'll make you feel guilty for not yeah. doing that. It's, it's so interesting. Oh, it's super interesting. All this to say, Everyone, we got to take care of ourselves. You got to be aware. Um, And if you're in an unhealthy situation, don't think about like, because for her, it's like, oh, I got to move out. I got to find a new place. I got to this. I got to this. But just take little baby steps, like set little goals and like start to like take steps to get yourself in a healthy situation. Maybe start slowly, not all at once if you you don't want to cause a huge fight, but maybe slowly start standing up for yourself. Yeah. Once a day, once every other day, yeah. you know, baby steps, but like, see how he responds to that. Yep. And I'm actually really interested. Yeah. If you felt like sending an update, uh, I would be very curious yeah. to know how that conversation if that, goes. Like resonated. Cause it sounds like she's a little bit like, I don't know. People are telling me I have this, you know? Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, with that, we're going to end with a dad joke to just yes, lighten please. our spirits. Yes, please. Ashley. <laughs> Yes, Taryn. How do you look for Will Smith in the snow? 
Uh, <laughs> Will Smith in the snow. I can never get. I don't know. I don't know. You look for Fresh Prince. Oh my <laughs> god! I'm that's actually really all. upset for not thinking that's, of that. That's from my little second grade student. How are, your, as well. how are your kids so good at this? They're so good because dad jokes are cool, Ashley. I never said they weren't, Taryn. Fine. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Insta to keep, Facebook. Keep the party going. Facebook, Twitter, Twitter YouTube, all of it. All the things. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. We love you. Bye. Bye.